Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Blessed be his holy name. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they are safe. This is Power Up Morning Surge with Pastor Sherelle Perkins. I am so glad you decided to join us this morning. We're going to press into prayer this morning. We believe that the fervent effectual prayer of a righteous wound man, woman, makes tremendous power available. Do you know that you have tremendous power? God has not given you a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. We've been on this subject for a couple of weeks, and I realized the person that was dealing with fear the most was, guess what? It was me. I'm writing the final chapters of my dissertation. And I think I've mentioned this before, but I want to mention again, Father said, Sherelle, don't let fear write the final chapters of your dissertation. And don't let fear write the final chapters of your life. You see, my beloved, I should have had this done. And I'm down to the wire. <laughs> but the reason that I'm down to the wire is because every draft of my dissertation that I gave to my professor, because you have to finish the first three chapters, you have to stand before a board and have, have those approved before you can even begin your research. Everything I sent her was worse. She changed her mind. I'd have to start all over. What I sent her was only half of what she asked for. We went back and forth. I progressively withdrew. You see, fear was telling me you're inadequate. Fear was telling me, what do you think you're doing? Fear was telling me who I was, who I wasn't, what I could do. Fear made every no a mountain. When fear is running your life, you will back up. Some of us can both be bold at work, but are dealing with abusive situations in our personal life. So there's different ways that this plays out in our life, right? Some of it's all of the above, everywhere we turn. But what God 
showed me when you turn and you look fear in the face and you say, fear, I may not be adequate. Fear, I may not be good enough. Fear, I may not be smart enough. But fear, I can do all things through Christ that gives me strength. I am the head and not the tail, above and not beneath. I'm blessed in my coming, I'm blessed in my going. Everything I touch prospers. It's not contingent on me. Hallelujah. It's contingent on the promises of God. Am I in his lane? Am I doing what I'm created to do? Am I pursuing hard after God? Well, fear, you got to back up and get out of my way. Because me and God, we're on a roll. We're pursuing destiny. I know you see my angels. You better leave me alone. Because God has made me a promise. In fact, God never called me because I was the best, the strongest, the prettiest, the brightest. He never called me because somebody else wasn't better at it than I am. You know, worldly people can really be confident. They trust their God. If their God tells them to get lips done, boobs done, whatever, if their God tell whatever their God tells them to do, they do it. Here we are, we serve the true and living God, and He gives us an assignment, and we dare to sit on the sidelines and let fear tell us how to run the play. I was thinking about growing up. I grew up in Hallville. <laughs> it wasn't nearly as bad as it became. It's kind of going, turning the other way because IUPUI and the various hospitals have bought that area. Anyway, that's a lot, that's, you know, it's dealing with regentrification. But when I was growing up, I, my little brother, he's gone on. He was, he had an anger problem. My little brother had a learning disability. He was dyslexic. My parents didn't know what to do with him. And teachers just called him bad because he would get mad and angry at school because actually he is one of the most brilliant people I've ever met. I'll give you an example. There was a spaceship that went up and he was able to look at the drawings and the picture of the spaceship. And he said, Sherelle, this ship is going to malfunction. He showed me the part of the design that was wrong, never had engineering, never been trained, couldn't make it, couldn't make it in school. Brilliant mind, that'll make you angry. 
because you're trying to figure out, I got all this going on inside of me and nobody can see it. So when my son was dyslexic, I asked Holy Ghost, how do we do this? Because we're not doing this the same way, this generation. Anyway, I digress. But my, my brother would start fights with big kids because they would pick at him. And he was just this fierce, his name meant warrior with two swords. So he, was, he would fight anybody. So he was always picking on those big kids. You know, back in my day, they didn't, wouldn't let you go to high school until you were 16. You didn't have to pass anything, but they, but, uh, they would keep you there till you were 16. After you were 16, you could either go on to high school or drop out. Those was those big kids he'd pick on. One was a golden glove boxer, right? But he's in third grade. You're not going to whoop my brother. I'm in charge of him. I have to get him from school home in one piece. So I tried talking with this young man. And he kept picking at my little brother. Well, when I went to high school, I weighed 97 pounds. So I'm in eighth grade. Probably weighed 95 at the most. But I was, I worked out all the time because I wanted to be a cheerleader since I was third grade. So I'd watch what the big girls did and I'd go home and do them. So what I did was, this, I think he was like 5'11", football built funky boxer, right? I did a leap up on his shoulders and I wore his head out. He kept twirling around trying to get me off his shoulder. I'm laughing. Finally, when I did, he hit me, knocked me out cold. Why do I share this story? I was fearless. I had an assignment. I knew what I had to do. You are not going to fight my little brother. You had to go through me first. And apparently, I must have intimidated you or you wouldn't have hit a little girl. <laughs> Woo! Hallelujah. The Lord reminded me. That's the person that needs to write this dissertation to run this last race. She knew what she had to do and she did it, regardless of the Goliath that stood in front of her. And if you can do that in your natural strength, how much more can you do through the power of God? Now, for anybody that might have children listening, we don't war against flesh and blood. I'm not saying go beat somebody up. 
even if you might feel like it some days, that's not the way we're supposed to live. But we've got some real enemies. And they're threatening us, our family, our children. We can't get out of the fight. Now, granted, it may look like I lost that day. <laughs> but I tell you one thing, nobody messed with my little brother from then on. Why? Because I got a reputation. His sister is crazy. Because whatever I did to that Golden Glove boxer, he never forgot it. When I walk past them, they back up. <laughs> Devil, in the name of Jesus, you've got to back up. Fear, back up. We're on an assignment. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I don't know what those on the line are facing this morning. Sometimes it's as simple as putting one foot in front of the other. Sometimes we have to fight to get out of bed. There's a spirit of depression that doesn't want us to get out of bed. Sometimes we have to fight to get up and go to that job. Maybe that job is not perfect. We have to fight to go. Maybe we have situations in our home, in our bodies, in our minds. And we have to get up. But Father God, I praise you and I thank you. I don't know, I know that you had to have been with me even when I was a little girl because you needed me to have the story today. You needed to remind me that I really can do all things and fear does not have to drive my life. But more important, you need me to know today that you and I together, we can do all things. You said, Sherelle, you I want you to get this PhD. In fact, I went in for EDD. God changed the program and made it a PhD. It was a, the program was promoted just because I was there. I believe it because that's how my father is. And he called me to get it. Guess what? Don't have to do it by myself. <laughs> he never asked you to do something that he's not willing to back up. He's never asked you to go somewhere he's not willing to go with you. Sometimes we get in fights all by ourselves, like my little brother did. Sometimes we start things that we shouldn't have started. And we have to ask for mercy, I'm sure. If he one punch knocked me out, laid me out, and my mama had to come and shake me conscious. <laughs> you know. But I can be comforted knowing that whatever Goliath I have to face today, I can do all things through Christ that gives me strength. Whatever changes I need to make, me and God together, we can change, we can do. Whatever testimony I'm supposed to live, God and I together, we can do that. Hallelujah. Who needs to see me? 
Who needs to see you? It could be your children, your children's children. It could be auntie them. It could be nieces, nephews. It could be your spouse. Sometimes our spouses wake up and you want to know who they slept with last night. Because the enemy gets in while we're asleep. And sometimes we don't know how to whoop him in our dreams. We wake up a little disgruntled. That's why God's mercies are new every morning and we get up and we power up in prayer because he's unrelenting. But just like Goliath and his brothers, when Goliath's head was, when David slew Goliath, there was five other, four other brothers waiting on their turn. They all ran. Because the enemy will run if you don't. Father God, I praise you and I thank you that we're on an offensive this morning. We're no longer cowardice. We're no longer running, no matter what it looks like, no matter how insurmountable it might be. <laughs> we will mount up on wings like eagles. I will be as fierce as that little girl that jumped on the back of her Goliath and war until, but this time, Lord, I won't come down and you and I together, we can do all things. Father God, I praise you. I don't know, this is, an, we can do all things. I'm just praying me happy. I went to bed at six o'clock in the morning. I said, God, if you're gonna give me the strength to get up and get on prayer line in the morning, I will be there. I tried everything. I was gonna text everybody and say I wasn't gonna be there, but God woke me up just in time. Hallelujah, filled with power and anointing. Father, I thank you and I praise you, Father, to bless everybody on this line, Lord. I thank you that the joy of the Lord is their strength. I thank you that no matter what they are facing, Father God, they're facing it with you. And there is no giant, no mountain that's insurmountable that the two, that they, the two of you cannot overcome in the name of Jesus. In fact, we speak to mountains, things that are mountainous in our life. Maybe you're looking for a fresh start. Maybe you're looking for a new opportunity. Maybe you're restarting something. Maybe you're dealing with failure. Maybe you like I am. I had to write, I've been writing that proposal. I wrote that proposal over and over and over and over and over and over again. Hallelujah. Got worse and worse. But when I said, God, you write this proposal. And if you're in it, let's do it. The professor called me back. This is great. It was no more great than anything else I'd sent. But what happened? God changed the situation. So I don't know, Father God, I don't know what everybody on the line is going through. I don't know what it is that they've done over and over and over again and it doesn't seem like it's getting better and it seems like they get the same old report. But Father God, I praise you and I thank you, Lord God, that the steps of a righteous man are ordered by you when we follow after the path that you have ordained for us, not going to the left or to the right. And yes, you will redeem us. Yes, Father God, you will restore us. Yes, Father God, you will heal us. Father God, yes, you will be with us even in those times that we've made the wrong decisions, but how much more will you 
be with us when we are obeying you. Hallelujah. Father, you said if we loved you, we would obey you. Hallelujah. Give us the strength, Daddy, to believe your word. Give us the strength, Abba Father, to remain faithful. Give us the strength, Father God, to face our Goliaths, to face those that would taunt us, spirits of doubt and unbelief, spirits that will say things aren't getting any better. What are you doing? Thank you, Father God, for releasing an anointing over our life. Let us see that there are more for us than against us. And even the battles that we think we lost, Father, in your hands, they are redeemed. Oh, my. I'm thinking about loved ones that are lost. Father, I thank you that you have made provision. Hallelujah. You have made provisions for, for us from earth to heaven. Hallelujah. Your ways are not our ways. Your ways are higher than our ways. Hallelujah. You have a vision. You so love that you sacrifice your son, Jesus, that we might know you. That's your kind of love. Doesn't make sense to a mother with an only child. Doesn't make sense to me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm. But what it does tell me is how great you must love us. How great was your sacrifice for us. But even when you sacrificed God, there was a greater good, a greater love. Hallelujah. A love that will last throughout eternity. We don't know what any of this looks like on the other side of this place, this dispensation, this hour, this season of humanity. We don't know. Hallelujah everything that you've been doing from Genesis through to Revelation. We don't know it all, but God, one day, we will join you forever. And we will be privy to everything, why it happened, the way it happened, anything you didn't answer while we were in this earth suit. And my beloved, there are times that you don't think God has heard your prayer and he will manifest himself, reveal himself, bring your answer when you think he's forgotten. Stay on the journey, Father. Give us the strength to stay on the journey today. We believe, help our unbelief. Father God, in the name of Jesus, somebody on the line is waiting for their next. They say, okay, I get it, I get it, I get it. 
But what do I do now? They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up on wings as eagles. Give us, give them mountain. Give them the wings to mount up like eagles. The strength to wait. Wait until their change comes. To stand in faith. Having done all else to stand. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for our transitions, our repositions, our realignments. Some of us have been believing you for change for a long time. And in the meantime, you've been changing us. Thank you, God. Thank you for loving us so much. You never let us go. You never forsake us. You keep working with us. You keep answering prayers. You bottle our tears. Hallelujah. When we don't understand, Father, you're there. You comfort us with the comfort of the Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you this morning. We praise you this morning. We thank you, Father God. The fervent, effectual prayer makes tremendous power available. We thank you for the power that's being released today. We thank you, Father, you inhabit our praises. We thank you that you're God with us in this moment. In this moment, you are with us. We thank you today. Glory, honor, and power belongs to you and you alone. You are a faithful God. Father, we would be remiss to not pray for our nation. Father, there has been such a spirit of murder released over this nation. And it seems like it's more and more among people of color they've lost. It seems like they've lost their moral compass. Men are killing mothers and babies and murders and read about a young some young men that killed over a pizza because they wanted a pizza they killed the pizza driver how foolish but that's the nature of the enemy of this world he makes us foolish he wants us to die in sin and foolishness father we pray for our nation we pray for husbands and fathers to be saved and delivered, to have hearts to be faithful, to be strong, to lead the charge. There are times people talk about strong women. Sometimes we're just doing what we gotta do. So we pray for the men, God, that you would raise them up in strength and power. We've created a boy generation men that have been cradled and coddled and allowed to do whatever. Father, forgive us, forgive the women, the mothers of this nation that hated the father, that cuddled the son, that caused life to be out of balance. Forgive us as women who said we don't need no man not realizing not only were we saying we didn't need a physical man, but we were saying we didn't really need the man Jesus that we could handle things. And we thought in our mind that everything was all right. 
but we have a wicked generation that calls evil good and good evil. Father, only you can fix it. So we pray God, be God in the midst of this generation. Be God in the midst of the White House, God. I don't understand backing away from Afghanistan. I'm not a military man. I don't have that ability. But Father God, in the name of Jesus, I praise you, Father, that you would move all over this world, that you would be with the people of Afghanistan. That Father God, whatever was unleashed over that nation when we left, that Father God, that you would bring righteousness to that nation. There is nothing too difficult for you. And while you're at it, bring righteousness to this nation. Father, we pray for the salvation and the deliverance of people all over the world, that they would come to know Jesus Christ. You said in your word that if you would be lifted up, you would draw all men to you. Father, let those that name the name of Jesus Christ be unapologetically saved Christians standing in place and position without apology, living intentionally, whether in the boardroom or in the courtroom, wherever we find our feet, we live unapologetically in the power and the anointing that rests upon our life. Let us apprehend what Christ has apprehended for us. May the glory of the Lord be seen upon each and every one of you. May you be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in God's grace. May whatever giant you faced today be overcome by the strength of Jesus Christ, Yeshua, our Savior. May whatever decisions you need to be made not be made in fear, but be made in faith and fearlessness and in the wisdom of God. May you hear the Lord saying, this is the way, walk this way, my beloved. I pray these things, traveling mercies for those that are traveling, peace and love to our families, our children, our children's children. May the love of God strengthen you all. In Jesus' name, until tomorrow, God bless you all. Love you. Amen. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday. I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VDW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.